Salutation Shades, and welcome back to your one-stop shop for all things strange and unusual, the talking with shadows, the conversation everyone has, but no one wants to admit to. Here with your host, Vic Waitley. And Marcus Dean, we want to give a big shout out to Travis and Ricky from the Nightclub Podcast, who recently had us on their podcast. Man, it was a blast. Those guys are pretty damn funny. It was, man. Those were really awesome guys. We spent a whole night talking all things phantom clown phenomenon killer clown phenomenon uh, as well as reviewing the movie Coraline, and they were really good hosts yeah, they were they were really cool it was a lot of fun it was really fun to to delve into like a really like dark topic because occasionally we, we we get into it but something like you know the phantom clown phenomenon the killer clown phenomenon it can get kind of dark kind coming of quick. from the guy who did adrenochrome though hey i did that in a way, which I felt <laughs> would not get us kicked off YouTube or iTunes, okay? You tried to in a tree to chrome. I never wanted to do a tree to chrome. I think you guys handled that's it true, real that's well. True, that's true. <laughs> the... I think it was a good video, but yeah. personally, it's like, no, I'm not touching this. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, thank you, Travis and Ricky, man. You guys are really awesome. We appreciate that. So, boom. Let's get into the alcohol for today, oh, guys. We're gonna yes. do. I want to get into this, guys. Today we're drinking JK's Patriotic Pawpaw, which is a hard cider. Oh man, these things look like those juice barrels when we were kids. What, I love what's these. a pawpaw? A pawpaw? I mean, back home, that's what we called our grandfather. That's our what pawpaw. I thought. That's what I thought that it meant. Oh, I, I assumed pawpaw was like a type of like alcohol or something. I you don't... know, like a pilsner is a type of beer. I thought maybe a pawpaw was a type of uh, a cider. No, the. Actually, uh, if you don't know, the pawpaw is an Amer- is America's forgotten fruit that is now becoming popular again. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Lewis and Clark are just a few of our patriots that fell in love with the many tropical flavors of this fruit. He did not know that. He is reading it. He is reading it off the bottle. He is just reading it off the bottle. No, I. You know, you know what? I'm going to out you. I'm going to out you. Because when we were on the nightclub podcast, he was talking the whole time like, oh, in the book Coraline this, oh, in the book Coraline that. He's never read that book. He just went why, and freaking spark uh, spark noted it. Why Why are you doing me that way? Why are you, why are you calling me out like that, man? You know it had to be done. <laughs> you know it had to be done. Dude, that is the way that I coasted through every single book report I ever had I to gotta do I got to say, you pulled it off really well. Like, I'm sorry. Like, real well. Like, I, if, <laughs> if someone didn't know you, they would have thought you read it. Like, our host thought you read it. I know. Me, I knew you, so the whole time sitting there, like, you didn't read that damn book. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the book, the book Coraline, like I've read it. Makes you stare at deck. It's happening the whole the time. The worst part is it's by Neil Gaiman, and I'm actually a Neil oh Gaiman fan, gosh. and he's sitting here pretending like he's read his works. Oh, uh, it's it's not fair. So no, when we critiqued that, when we critiqued Coraline on the podcast, I had looked up famous things about the book and or movie, and they were referencing stuff. From the book. Here's the bottle so, opener. Let's, yes. let's try this pawpaw. Thank you very much. It's. I kind of want to try the fruit now. I, I'm not familiar I with this. I was trying to sound smart, and you just totally. 
God, you were like the, you're like the snitch <laughs> in school telling all the uh, telling the teacher all the kids have candy. No, I did not call you out during the podcast. You're just doing it now. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it now. Mm. Oh, that is delicious. Yeah, if that's what a pawpaw tastes Holy like, I want to get some. That is amazing. Oh. I'll give it to you, Marcus. You did good today. Yeah, it's like a grown-up. It's like grown-up apple juice. This is yeah, so it's, delicious. It's sweeter than an apple. I don't know. It, you can tell it's not apple, but it's very similar. I know. I thought I thought it was just apple. I really <laughs> did. Like I thought that's what it was. It doesn't have like um, it doesn't have any kind of like a bitter bite. But like, yeah, it's really uh, close to like, an apple. Though. Like Smirnoff, like Smirnoff does, or like uh, um. God, what's the what's those what's those other heart ciders that we drink all the time? I know what this tastes like. This Apple? tastes a lot like fruit punch. <laughs> yeah, it has a mm. lot of like the flavor of a fruit punch. This is amazing. Doesn't even just pawpaw fruit. Oh, there it is. Fresh apple juice. So apple juice is in it. Pawpaw juice, blood orange, and ba- basil flavorings. And just so you guys know, we are not sponsored by them. We literally no, just... It's just that good. <laughs> just 10 minutes ago, we walked into a liquor store, grabbed something, and came back to the studio with it. Oh, my gosh. They're our neighbor... And it comes from our neighbors from the north. This is where you're supposed to say Canada. And oh, I'm going to go... Well, no, I'm, I'm no. like, does he mean Michigan or Canada? Michigan. That's what I was talking about. I was waiting for you. You, just, you totally missed that. You, you got to give me... If you're setting me up for saying 90% of the time, I'm going to miss it. You should know that That's by good. now. That's 5% alcohol, too. Yeah, this is so a good. This is a good deal. Proof. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. I'm only gonna be allowed to drink two of these because I will drink the three of these if left our own devices. Oh no, I'm drinking the other two. They only come in a four pack. Nope. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and just take my other one now, just for defense. Okay. Okay. We've already divided them up. That's how good these things are. And I'm just saying right now, we rarely on this podcast ever like super like totally. Uh, yeah, we're uh, usually fighting about the beers. Yeah, yeah, we're usually disagreeing. We today we are in total agreement. I'm giving this two thumbs up, two paw paws up. Mm. Yeah, that's same good. Okay, let's All get right, moving. Let, let's get in some comments, man, from our our, our last episode. Uh, we're not going to go over the comments that I did from the bonus episode uh, uh, that I released from the one that me and Bulldog did back in 2019. I want to thank everybody for um, uh, all the. Um, for all the thank yous and um, and all the uh, good wishes that you guys gave to us during that uh, during that episode, thank you guys very much. But we're going to talk about uh, the comments that we got from our episode on the Battle of Abe Canyon. And if you have not watched that episode, just go, go watch it. Go, go watch go, it. Go, it go, now. go listen to it. Pause this video. Go no, play this video and the other video at the yes, same time. Yes, it, it, is, it is the greatest battle that is not told in in uh, in history classes today. You should absolutely be read up on it when these true American heroes fought off these vicious, violent Bigfoot. Actually, go open up your internet browser. Open up all of our videos, each in different tabs. Play them all simultaneously, and there will be a hidden message there for you. <laughs> okay uh creepy california super duper fan patron said uh could it be that bigfoot isn't coming from another dimension but that he's coming through a time slip and we are seeing the missing link like bigfoot is at the point between primate and human that we are missing uh actually we talk a lot i think we talk about that in the patron section a little bit i think that was what uh fred beck in his book was talking about was he thought that bigfoot might be kind of that missing link uh in in the chain from humanity and uh primates i from another dimension and i would believe we talked about it and i just don't remember it i yeah. believe that 
but no, absolutely. Well, like Bigfoot's coming back in time. Well, he'd be going forward in time. Through time. Oh, forward in time. Yeah. So the thought is that, you know, it's the so-called missing link. It's moving forward in time to now. Hmm? I like that. Uh, Simple Joe, patron, said, big fan, special video on Faye and Dogman. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe you guys can do gnomes next. I would love to do gnomes again. We've actually we did. done one, but I'd love to revisit the topic. Absolutely. Simple Joe, we actually replied to your comment. We sent you the link that we had to uh, our gnomes uh, what was it? Gnomes, but about it episode where we talked about gnomes. We found some pretty interesting stuff when we we're looking at that. Jay the Phoenix said, "What are your thoughts on the supposed dead Bigfoot that were found after the Mount St. Helens eruption?" Yeah, I had heard uh, I had heard the reports and accounts of people finding dead Bigfoot and stuff, and I think the the, the problem that I have with it is I don't think there was really any any photographic evidence that ever circulated around from it. I think supposedly it was that the government came in and like took them and ba- made them bail and all like they, they disposed of the bodies and all that. I mean, that sounds like what they'd probably do, assuming they're trying to keep it secret. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when that happened, I mean, it killed a lot of the wildlife in the uh, in the area from there. And here's the one thing that I have a hard time with uh, with that particular theory uh, that they were. I personally. I think that the I think the Bigfoot probably hauled, like hauled booty uh, out of that situation because I think that if there was a bunch of dead Bigfoots around, that that would be hazardous probably for the government probably to come and hoover up. It would probably be dangerous for them to do that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but have we ever talked about on our show like our thoughts on why the government would cover up Bigfoot? I think that we've alluded a little bit to it before. I, th- I think we may have like talked about it a little bit about why the government covers it up. I know that like we already had something for the Patreon segment, but let's slide that in there too. Sure. Because I don't think we've ever like really hammered that one out. Maybe mm-hmm. we have and I've just forgot. I don't have the best memory. Uh, LaShane said, episode 77, I remember the day, number one, Urban Monsters, to oh. 12 <laughs> Stairways to Not Heaven, as one candle pre-podcast, Aaron Jor. Oh, goodness. Lying down after a long, chaotic day has appreciated Halloween special, or Halloween season specials win. Uh, actually, that was something that me and uh, Vic were talking about. Actually, before this episode, we were actually talking about what we were going to do for Halloween. Would you guys like something that's just pretty much a bonus episode where we talk about something that's or like just really extra creepy stuff? Or yeah. would you guys like a kind of extra cheesy Halloween special? We're or, trying to decide yeah. between them. Or is there something specific you want us to do? Put it in the comments below. Comment, 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 comment below. So, uh, I am Sfeel said, the only reason the Sasquatches started issues with the miners was that they were mining their gold. For all we know, Sasquatches need gold for something. No, they, they're they hoarding their gold. They're greedy, <laughs> greedy, keeping their gold away from us. I mean, Sasquatch is just what the dwarves evolved into. Yeah, 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 yeah. They Sasquatch. just got big and their beard started to cover their whole body. And they totally know all these humans are going to come take their gold. <gasps> Maybe that's why I bury my gold so much, because I'm part Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Oh, slash man. dwarf. Man. But no, think about it. Um, we humans clearly value gold. If we're to be believed, uh, some extraterrestrial accounts, they value gold as well, as well as uh, reptilians and many other things. Who's to say this isn't something that Sasquatch either find valuable or sacred or something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, that they need it for, for some sort of reason that we just don't know. Maybe we think it's valuable because we used to use it to buy off Sasquatches. Maybe they really aren't just greedy and they use, it to, and they use gold as a way of uh, trading amongst themselves. Who knows? You know what I'm you know what I'm valuing right now? This patriotic pawpaw. To tell you the truth, I've almost drained my first one. Oh, I know. I know. Oh man. 
Oh, all right. That is all the comments that we have for today. So, um, we thought today that it would be fun because we have talked for three episodes pretty much on Bigfoot stuff. It wasn't on purpose, surprisingly enough, whenever we were covering hairy humanoids. Um, but whenever you're talking about hairy humanoids, what's the most number one thing that people are going to talk about? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. You know, I, I type that in, try to come up with some ideas, and I'm just presented with all of these Bigfoot stories. So we've kind of neglected all of our other hairy homies. However, we're going to correct that today. Well, we're going to talk about some things that are hairy humanoids that aren't exactly, that are that are not Bigfoot. Not, I'm not going to say not exactly, that are just flat out not Bigfoot. So what's the first thing that you want to get into, man? What's uh Okay. I know we've talked about this guy before, but it's been a long time since we've talked about him. And I would love to resurrect him now and kind of go over some of the things involving him. Spring Hill Jack. Spring Hill Jack, for most accounts, were, he wasn't described as being overly hairy. Oh, okay. I, th- I really thought I that's seen, what you were going to say. I said Goatman. Oh, Goatman. We haven't yeah. talked about Goatman in forever. Yeah, well, we did the Pope Lick Monster like way. A long I think that long might have been season one. Long time ago. Oh, season man. Season one or two. Oh, my God. I'll try to look it up while we're doing it now. It does have certain aspects that do seem somewhat Bigfooty. They can be aggressive. They usually stick to forested areas. They like to do calls, something that is only occasionally associated with Bigfoot, but mainly associated with other forest monster things, the mimicry element, where it can try to mimic sounds that it hears to draw you closer into its lair. And specifically, we have one not far from us in northern Kentucky. There's the public monster, which is a goat man who hangs out under this specific bridge that you can't get to because they built a fence to, they say, keep us out from Getting in there and getting in trouble, I think it's to keep the goat man in. I don't think that a bridge is that a simple chain link fence is going to keep the Pope Lick monster like <clears throat> encased. But let's talk about the bridge. He's also on the bridge, on the bridge, under the bridge. But let's He's talk not about a the troll. Well, the Sorry. thing is, like many monsters are associated with being under bridges. For some reason, sure. it's a place where monsters gather, and I have a good theory on why. Where do you contact the Blues Devil from? The Blues Devil. If you want to go, if you want to make a contract with the Blues Devil, where do you go? You gotta go to a bridge. What? Or or or, or a cross section? Yeah, a crossroads. Yeah, crossroads of midnight. Crossroads. And effectively, a bridge over running water, or even a bridge over like a ravine, is effectively a form of crossroads. It's a crossing of two paths. Mm-hmm. It's one of the thoughts is uh, the reason why you can contact like the devil at a crossroads, and there's all these um, occultic rituals to do at a crossroads, is because a crossroads is a super liminal space. It's a space where it is in between possibilities, in that if you can do magic or if you're going to encounter a monster, those sort of things occur in that liminal space. And I think that's why it's under a bridge. I think that's why probably people used to encounter trolls under bridges and things like that. Weird stuff happens when things are liminal. Yeah, but doesn't like most people at the public bridge stores involve typically somebody dying because they would try because they were typically trying to to deal with the goat man? There are you talking about the accounts where people have gotten up on the bridge and done yeah. dumb stuff and yeah, died? Yeah, Yo, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. That, and, uh, no, I was kidding about they built the the, the <laughs> fence to keep oh, the goat man it's, in. It's keeping kids out. Yeah, no, like yes, people go up there and do dumb shit and die. I was I was I was you I was building atmosphere with that statement, not <laughs> actually making a claim. I apologize if I sounded overly serious there. I could just see it. <laughs> the goat man just walks. He goes, ah, oh, 
Chandler fence, my only weakness. How did you know? <laughs> now, I generally, unlike Bigfoot, which I generally, when I don't think too deep about it, think about as a biological creature. Mm. And I think most people fall into that. The Popelik monster, although having certain similarities and definitely qualifies as a hairy humanoid, most people don't go that way. And is because this is very biologically unlikely. It's just... It's a bipedal creature with cloven hooves. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. I like the goat man from Massachusetts that just carries around an axe. Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently above all the things, the way he's going to get you is by, like, you know, like decapitating you with his axe. And you also got that in, um, or you got uh, aggressive goat men in Texas as well because the monsters sexually in Texas are oh, yeah, sexually, sexually aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> you got that little tidbit the, out. The monsters in Texas are always real aggressive. <laughs> but think about it. Of course the sexual reference is going to be mixed in. What are these things invocative of? Uh, sex. Oh, oh, okay. oh sorry. Satyrs. 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 Satyrs were associated with being these lusty sexual icon things. That lived out in the wilderness and would kind of lure you in with music. Much like this thing lures people in by mimicking things. You know one of the things that I've always had a really hard time since we're getting into Goatman stories that really nobody ever talked. I've, I've, I swear I have never heard one person ever bring this up when they're talking about Goatman or Sheep Squanch or anything like that. If we would bring that up. One story where the thing uses their horns. Uh, yeah, I'm actually hard-pressed to come up with one as well. Yeah, you're, if you're listening to this right now, think about that. When was the last time that you ever really heard a single goat man sheep squatch story where they're using their horns? Can you, like, can you think of an animal that has horns that doesn't use their horns for some sort of reason? Evolution has a rule of use it, use it or yes, lose it. Yes, that's my, you know, that's, that's my point. And, and I always just find that just super odd about some of these stories that there's not even... Supposedly, now I'm not saying that they don't. By the way, I have an explanation for this. By the way, for where I think they could still I be using. I want to say that there is a account where one was scraping his horn against a tree. I think I've read something like that, but I might not have. Grasping, that might have been like creepy pasta I'm mixing grasping, in with or something. Grasping for straws. I mean, this is why. So, but I have an explanation for why I do think that they could still be a thing, even though you've never seen one using horns. You ever heard of like the sky booms? Yeah. Yeah, but what if what that is is what if that's uh, like two goat men or sheep squanches that are running their heads in together, and that's why it's causing these loud crashing sounds, like when people hear them went out in the woods. Don't you hit one? Oh, there we go. What is that, man? That's a real <laughs> thing, man. People hear them okay, all the time. Do you really think that like the sky booms are going to be no. two goat men hitting their heads? Sorry, sorry, not the sky booms, but I mean like sonic, like people that hear crashing sounds. In, in the wilderness or people that hear strange bangs banging sounds that people always hear think that they're hearing this thumping sound thing and it's just some sort of sasquatch that's hitting against the street no no what, that what, I would buy that that's I what I buy. that's what I mean because my thought was I don't think it's going to be not the actual sky more, boom yeah, I, phenomenon I thought, I thought I'm not that's talking about what that. you were saying no but I'm talking about like loud boom sounds like you have, go through like any part of the country that has sightings of either Goatman or Sheep Squanch, you can actually find accounts of people hearing large boom-bang sounds that people can't explain or people try to write off saying that they're large pipe explosions. But these could be some. But these could be other sounds, uh, like the Sheep Squatch or Goatman 
And it could be much louder than normal ghosts banging their heads because we're dealing with things larger than regular also, goats. Do you know how many times that I've heard people incorrectly say the phrase that female sheep don't have goat don't have horns? No, female sheep can't. Yeah, have that's horns. what I'm saying. I heard so many dude researching this whole this episode today. I heard so many people in either YouTube videos or podcasts Actually, that literally kept saying the phrase sheep don't have horns. We're already kind of moving into your next point, so let's go ahead and fully jump over to yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing well, yeah. Like I, one of the things that I really wanted to talk about was sheep squatch. Or uh, it's also known as the white thing. It was really weird. One of the things I didn't realize about sheep squatch is it's essentially like this large hairy humanoid with apparently white woolly fur and horns that wrap around its head with these like raccoon like hands. And some people describe it with this opossum like tail. The The number one place where this, where sheep squatch is generally cited is in West Virginia, um, particularly Boone, Kiwana, Putnam, and Mason counties in West Virginia. Most specifically, Boone County is where this is, is where sheep squatch uh, counties. It's a little different than Goatman because when Goatman's like, you know, you're, it's got uh, cloven hooves and it's got fur and kind of the body of a man. Sheep, sheep squatch is like Bigfoot with horns. I mean, it really is kind of like that the sort of thing in, in a tail. But, I mean, it's, 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 it's different from a Goatman. It's not the same thing. If it wasn't for the color change, do you know what that really makes me think of? Or the, the color difference? The lake monster from Texas? No, I was actually thinking about, uh, are you familiar with the green man? But wasn't that the guy that had that was like deformed and he just no 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 not, not that that no that's a different green man. I'm talking about the English green man from mythology. We actually mm-hmm. don't know very much about him. But it's generally like this human face and it's always depicted surrounded by foliage. Mm-hmm. And it often has these horns. Oh, that come off its head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my thought is, like, if they're depicting something where it's looking through the foliage, like a Bigfoot is sometimes associated with being doing, uh, it, it kind of sounds like that. Yeah, but so many times when I was when I was listening to other people talk about sheep squatch, they kept saying, well, sheep don't have horns. I don't know why they call it sheep squatch. And I'm like, yes, they do. Yes, they, that's why you guys should listen to us. That way. Although their horns do usually Oh, they're short. They're smaller. Yeah. Now, what I will give it... Well, I will give that credit for is they do they don't usually have that big giant round yeah. uh, thing going on that sheep squatch is typically uh, t- you know typically known to have. That's just too many kids growing up in the city. Yeah, but would something that big need a tail to walk around with? That was the thing that I that truthfully that was the biological like adaption that I thought was kind of weird of something that big that's bipedal that would need a tail. My thought would be this. It would probably be a vestigial tail. It probably wouldn't have a function and is in the process of going away. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think it's a functional tail that it needs to survive. I think this is a throwback appendage. Mm-hmm. Or, and I always thought that it was... <sighs> oh, actually, I can think of a account or a way it could still be useful. Many creatures use their tail for nonverbal communication. That way they can inform... Um, other animals around them or other of their same kind around them mm-hmm. information without having to give away their location. Mm-hmm. So I'm, does it have a sheep-like tail or what sort of tail are we talking? Like a possum. Like a possum. Where it's like skin. That's kind of the weird part. It's weird. Uh, one of the, one of the I'm going to go, I'm going to go to more likely to be vestigial than using it for communication. Well, what's really weird about the sheep squatch is I've hired people. There's like weird camp. You know, we talked about that there's camps. Yeah. Like in uh, the Bigfoot thing, like, is it like a primate undisclosed hominid? Is it weird like a weird creature? There's, there's camps with sheep squatch. What? Yeah. That, really? Yeah. That is it bipedal or was it quadrupedal where it walks on all fours? 
Yeah, there's two. Yeah, yeah, and there's two. There's like two camps of people that think that it actually walks on all fours. That's why it has the tail, uh, and it just stands up and can just sort of move around, kind of like a bear can. Like it's kind of like walking around a little bit. I mean, bears don't have that long of a tail, but that it can kind of move, okay, kind of like that. The quadrupedal category. What do they think it's using the tail for? I didn't say it got that detail. I just said that there's just two camps of people that that do. They don't get that. You got to come to us, guys, to get that kind of detail. Because the stuff. thing is this: my my first thought is this. I'm imagining the creature, large, horned, but now on all fours. What's it doing with its tail? I mean, bears lost their tails a long time ago well, because they didn't really need a tail anymore. Maybe it's like uh, Appa from the Last Airbender, where it uses it to airbend so that it could fly. Are there any accounts of it flying? There are not any accounts of it. People saying that it absolutely can't fly. So short answer, no. <laughs> short answer, so no. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a bunk on that. One. Uh, that's a, yeah. It's probably probably not. I just thought that was interesting that there's like two camps and then sheep squatch about it. There's division. No, uh, that that, that part very neat. Very no, neat. but I was surprised on why more people just don't talk about the the lack of the use of horns. For these things, or people trying to explain like why they're hearing large booms sound. Like that's why I was talking about. That's why I think that might explain some of these. Does, does it have like the curved horn? I think it's yeah, called it's, a conical. Yeah, horn? yeah, they're like like big horn, like big horn rams. Yeah, it's got like those massive things too. Because keep in mind, man, do you realize like how much force a big horn ram a big horn ram hits with about eight hundred pounds of force when it hits somebody? Like that will just straight. That's like being hit by like an like an amateur boxer. Okay, so I imagine like imagine like a rocky hit harder. Yeah, that. imagine like a nine foot tall sheep squatch running full tilt at you that it just spears you like Goldberg from the WWE. Like, like it's just going like I don't know why it just wouldn't do that to you rather than trying to slash up your car like some accounts of it does. Like this thing would just mess. It would wreck your day if you got if you got speared by the sheep squatch. I correct me if I'm wrong, but goats have true horns, correct? With a true horn. A true horn compared to, like, a fake like horn you, would be like, like an... You can make a wish off of it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, for example... Oh, like, like antlers, it summons the forces of oh Gondor. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, like, a fake horn would be things like antlers or things that look like horn. True horns are bones. Ah, gotcha. Like, gotcha. so do you know... I think I have, no have true horns, but I'm not 100% sure on that. That I don't. That I, that I don't know. Well, I don't know if the sheep squatch could be counted as, like, a sheep... <laughs> but at the same time, it has a very similar appearance to goat horns. So our best guess is basically, it looks like this. What is this made out yeah. of? You know, one of my favorite explanations as to the, you know, the expo- the, the, the I'm char- opening my second side. Oh, you're fine. You can do that. Actually, one of the characteristics about sheep squatch, which is, which is really interesting, is the weird sulfur smell that comes off of the sheep squatch. But that's true about most hairy humanoids. That's true. Well, to be fair, though, they attribute that to the vast majority of them being from Boone County. And apparently, uh, Boone County, West Virginia, I, I didn't know. I wanted to know, like, where that sulfur smell comes from. Um, Like, I thought that they that was some sort of, like, a demonic thing. I thought that it was just, like, a weird pheromone thing. But apparently, the water in Boone County, West Virginia, smells like sulfur. And this has been, like, an ongoing problem due to mining. And there's a lot of accounts of it just wading through the water, which apparently has this, like, pungent sulfur smell. I'm going to throw out another possibility. Maybe they're demons. I'm a big fan of medieval artwork, especially, like, the big depictions of hellscapes. I think those are cool. Like, I was going to say cool as hell, but that's redundant. Mm -hmm. 
I think those things are super cool. And there are creatures in there that kind of look like big men with goat horns. It's a thing. So hang on. We got, it's, we got, it's, it's a demonic creature from another dimension. Or is it possible that West Virginia mining companies were irresponsible letting loose uh, chemicals into the water? That but also, it, that the goat has been a symbol of demonicism for an extremely long time. I'm just saying there's a lot of symbolism know, kind of matching up here. I know. But to be fair, the fact that, it, that Boone County, West Virginia, smells like sulfur just all the time. <laughs> just makes me think that I think it just might just because it's permeating on, the, on its skin. Beyond that, someone could easily say to me, well, maybe medieval men had ran into these and used that to create their depictions right. of demons. Right. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it, I'm not saying that it can't be. I'm not saying that it can't. I'm not saying that it can't. Be. I'm just I, if I couldn't find an explanation as to as to why it could be smelling like sulfur, then then I would probably go with your your explanation on it. But that was just my thought on that. You got anything else on uh, Sheep Squatch? Uh, that I really wanted to get into for that. No, I was just, the whole thing with the horns was something that I really wanted to talk about. Because uh, I just, I wanted you guys, I wanted you guys to get something that was uh, different that people normally don't talk about that. Okay, I'm about to hit you with something different. This is not a real long one. Mm. But, okay. Have you ever heard of Jimmy Squarefoot? Doesn't he owe me like five bucks? I do not know who owes you what. That sounds that sounds like somebody who owes you money. That sounds like that sounds like that sounds like that kind of a guy. Okay, imagine if you will, <laughs> you're in England, you're off Wales on the island of Man, which is where this creature lurks. You're walking along the road, and then running at you from like the forest line, is this creature wearing tattered human clothes, calico leg wrappings, uh, hunched over form, big old feet. And the head of a pig with very pronounced tusks coming out of it comes charging up at you. When was this? It's a legend of the area that supposedly that this is a creature that had lived there and was accounted for by local villagers on the Isle of Man. And it just had a square foot? It, it had this big this big foot and it kind of was more square shaped. To the best of my understanding, that's where the square foot comes from. Oh, man. I'm thinking if, something, if I ran into something like that, that's kind of one of those instances where I'm like... That guy go be baking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna like time to take him out. And we're gonna call him. Uh, we're gonna call him John, Johnny Salty Tasting. That was terrible. I'm there, sorry. There was a lot of theories that went around the village on where this creature came from, and oddly enough, most of them involved giants. Thinking that it was a pig-headed giant. Well, there were two theories that I came across on where Johnny Squarefoot came from. They had these legends of these rock-throwing giants in the area. And one is that this was a pet of this particular rock-throwing giant, and he would e he either kicked him out or he sent him to town from time to time. And that's why the villagers would sometimes see him around town. And apparently, he was allowed in town. Like, he would come into town sometimes, and no one would kill it. Um, the other theory was that this was a thro stone-throwing giant that was very piggish. And somehow magically transformed into a pig. Very uninteresting. Doesn't explain how this happens. This just kind of sounds but, like a town in England just was making fun of a disabled guy. And it possibly. <laughs> but like the, he had a club foot. One of the things is that he, a big part of the legend is that if you're walking around the roads, he'll sometimes charge you and act like he's going to gore you with his chest. But he never does. He always stops and then just kind of backs away. That's just how he says hello. I, to me, this sounds like something being territorial. But I, I guess I don't 100% Why know. Why would it stop if he's being territorial? 
Because sometimes an animal will be territorial, even though it knows it can't win the fight. Oh, like I'm just oh, like a have, goo- you, like a have, goose. Have you never like been a, yeah like a goose or, or a by swan? A squirrel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a squirrel will sometimes charge me if I get too close to like where they're storing their acorns. <laughs> but that that squirrel knows it's not going to win the fight. It's going to run at me, acting like it's mad. Then it's going to stop, realize I'm not scared of it, and then it runs away. I feel like I feel like a giant with a pig head and a, and it, a square foot feels like it would probably know that it could take you. I mean, maybe, but maybe it's not willing to risk it. No. Like, it might just be a smart animal. I mean, humans are smart, pigs are smart. This seems like a hybrid of the two, so maybe it's super smart. Did the town ever eat him? That probably wouldn't be kosher. I did not find (laughs) a conclusive end to the legend. Just that this was a thing, and supposedly may still be a thing. Mm. But it does have a lot of smackings of folklore. But I did want to bring up this very odd hairy humanoid, because it was very, very odd. Damn, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. But it's kind of, that's Do you kind want of, to see a picture of I him? Because there, there are there are colloquial pictures of him. Yeah, we'll put a photo. We'll put a photo of that. Okay, first of all, there's not a whole lot of hair on that guy. You missed the mark on this. It's hairy. Show me that again. Look, look, look. Real that close. is He's some. Hairy. Ha- Why do they keep calling him square? What kind of foot is that? No, that's just a bandage. He's just a disabled guy. That's yeah, terrible. It's, it's a type of wrapping called calico. But no, disabled people do not have obvious no. boar heads with tusks. <laughs> no, no. Oh man, that's so. To weird. the best of my knowledge, that's if so there weird. are some, I apologize. You probably wouldn't taste very good too if they decided to roast and cook them. I'm probably not, and might even be cannibalism. <laughs> you got any other stories you're willing to go over? Mm. Oh, what's that? You know what's really weird? There's another. Um, there's another type of monster that's that's a hairy monster from uh, Texas that I want that I that we could that we could bring up too. I always love these like really like off the wall ones, like the, Johnny Squarefoot. Yeah, like the Lake Worth monster. That's another interesting. This thing is half man, half goat, half fish. Half man, half goat, half. Fish. I didn't say that. I did the math. <laughs> I just said, that's what people describe it. Just as. that. That sounds like something that's going to be awesome. Please mm. sing me his song. <laughs> I want to know the legend of this. Yeah, thing. that it's a legendary lake monster that lives in Lake Worth and Fort uh, in the Fort Worth Nature Center and Refuge, just outside of Fort Worth. As of note, I've been there mm-hmm. many times. Back when uh, I was growing up on the farm, and we used to go to horse shows around Fort Worth all the time. I always thought you were going to say that's where your parents just abandoned you. <laughs> no, <laughs> like they just left you by a lake. Just but, to wander around, and that's how the I, legend of the Fort Worth <laughs> monster, like monster got started. That did happen a lot, because my, my parents were very free-range. We'd get to a horse show in some area I'm totally unfamiliar with, and then they're like, okay, we're going to do stuff. You go do whatever the hell you want to do. Be here around sunset. Yeah. So, apparent, so apparently in July of 1969, <laughs> it's like the, the heyday. It's like the moment that this creature sort of kind of came into the limelight. Where he jumps, uh, he jumps on Wait, a man. Did you say 1969? Yeah. There's no. I'm, I'm not nearly old enough to be the source of this legend. Well, yeah, I didn't clarify it yet. <laughs> you were, you were, you might have been considered a later sighting. They might have thought you were one of its babies, probably walking around. <sighs> <laughs> like, oh, look, there's just a little baby that walking around. Someone just went, oh, look. Even the Lake Worth monster found love. <laughs> Good for it. Really was the summer of love. Then, uh, yeah, Wait, but you're it, still placing this in like the '60s. I wasn't alive in the '60s. <laughs> there, go tell your story. Tell your sorry, story. Sorry, sorry. Uh, and it's it's like a lot of classic monsters where there's a story of it uh, in July of 1969. It, it jumps on the the hood of a car, messes up the car, jumping out of a tree. And there's another story in which it throws a tire. 
just out of just a group of kids. And it, it, it goes along a lot with like sort of those like goat man, sheep squanch as sunnies. There's even a photo of it, by the way, that I'll put up. That's a famous photo of it. That looks kind of like the Wampa from, uh, from star Wars. It looks weird. It's, it's, it's kind of like this weird, like white Yeti looking thing. That's what that's walking around. So where does the part fish thing come in? Oh, that it's, it's seen in a lake. Oh, okay. That it lives in the lake. Like how frogs are part fish because they live in a lake. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't say I wrote the legend, man. Did, I just said. Did it ever get close to anyone? Did it ever attack anyone? What yeah, did yeah, 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 yeah. It jumped on the hood of like of these people' car that was driving Sorry, down the road. Sorry, I was looking at my next segment yeah, and, and I zoned was, out for. And there part was another one where it hurled a, uh, a tire at a group of kids. Apparently, Vic doesn't consider either those as actually like attack worthy. Sorry, sorry. Like I said, I, I looked away till we find a date for something because yeah, when you said. The 1960s, that made me think, wait, that's something yeah. like what I was going to talk about. Like in the grand scheme of, I would say in the grand scheme of goat men, sheep people sightings, I would say that's kind of like, you know, not as bad as just straight murder or, you know, burnt, burnt down that they're trying to often do to people. But could you don't normally find hairy hominids associated with, you know, the water. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I got I got something for you. Was there anything else on that you were wanting to talk about? No, no, you can keep going. Go ahead. Okay. 1961. Approximately 11 at night in Spain. Archimedes Sanchez, hell of a name right there, is driving a truck with one of his friends. They're driving down the road, and they see something in the headlights ahead that kind of wa- kind of blocks them in. It is hairy, very large, two glowing eyes, and shaped like an octopus with four appendages instead of two. And it's staying there in the road, keeping them from going anywhere. This is the story of the Octasquatch. Even though it only Octosquatch. had four, they still call it Octasquatch. Because the guy described it as looking like a octopus, but covered in hair with these glowing eyes. Maybe not strictly humanoid. Strictly. But still, too strange of a story to talk, not talk about. I would say this. I would say that this. Uh, this is this is this is good. This is close enough for me. Th- this was weird enough. I had to. Include Did I say this. what color the eyes were glowing? Uh, the eyes were glowing red. The fur was rust colored. Rust colored. Because they got to look at this for a long time because they were pretty much stuck there and they did not know what to do. At one point, yeah. Archimedes four arms. He said uh, it had four hairy tentacles. tentacles. Yeah. Um. At one point, like, Archimedes even tells his friend to go get the jackhammer that they have in the truck and go attack it with it. There is app. I don't believe. There's nobody. Anybody that has a jackhammer knows that that's not going to be yeah, effective. that's a terrible idea for a weapon. It's like your old still while I jackhammer you, like, just straight out. That doesn't, what do you do? Throw well, the it thing at, is, I don't think they're throw it at it. it? I, don't, yeah, I think they're just basically hit him with this big, heavy metal thing. Have you ever tried to throw a jackhammer? Those things are heavy. Oh, of course they are. But I'm assuming these might be burly enough. Men. But, but that's what his friend tells him. He's like, hell no, that's a terrible idea. I'm not getting out there with that. And I'm definitely not attacking him with a jackhammer. Also, they're in a car and they're playing a truck. Thing, a truck. I'm sorry. Their plan is to get out of the truck and to get into their trunk and get the jackhammer out rather than run the creature over. I think they were afraid of, like, them hitting it and it, like, breaking the window with its tentacles. Because apparently this thing was big. And, like, I think they were worried about it damaging the truck and also potentially getting in the truck at that point and hurting them. No, no, this thing had to, like, release a stupid pheromone. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, man, we don't know if we're going to be able to take this thing out with the truck. Quick, get, get the jackhammer. <laughs> Tell it to hold still. 
But it is one of the oddest descriptions. And this is a one and done thing. No one else ever sees this thing. There's no other accounts of this that I could find. But it is weird does as Does it heck. just walk away? Or what did? how did the situation resolve? Uh, if I remember right, it does just walk up. I'm having a hard time recalling it at this moment. And also, beyond that, they're in. They're around the mountains. I'm trying to remember the name of the mountains, too. But if I remember right, eventually it does cross the road and leave them be. And at one point, another truck comes by um, because part of the road is still open. But he doesn't think that the, the people saw it, or at least they didn't stop. I can just see that now. I'm like, did you see the Octosquatch? Roll him up. <laughs> Sorry, just keep going. But the story isn't the big part. It's the description, the utterly bizarre description. Part of me wants to say maybe they saw a Spanish Sasquatch and then just misread the body because they still have it with four limbs. Mm-hmm. But then another part of me is like, what if they really saw a gigantic hairy octopus thing that became Octosquatch? Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe the Sasquatch was exposed to some sort of radiation and it just grew two extra arms. Well, no, no, no. It only had four appendages altogether. Oh, okay. So it had legs so, and then yeah, arms. Okay. It, it had the right amount of numbers for a regular Sasquatch. But they really said it looked more like an octopus. I could just Maybe that's the reason why we stopped testing so many nuclear uh, weapons around that particular area. We're like, all right, we're creating Octosquatches. Was there a lot nope. of nuclear tests there? No, maybe that's just the reason why we oh. don't want to do that. We don't want to do them anymore as we started realizing that we're creating octosquatches. I mean, quit. here's what you, if you want, if you're going to run into a regular Sasquatch or you're going to run into octosquatch, which one are you going to want? Which one do you want to pick? Uh, uh, Sasquatch. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want to run into octosquatch either if I, in my mind, somehow creates this thing in my head of, I can't hit this thing with my truck. I need to get out and hit it with a much more bulkier object. Like, because that's what it seems to do. Like I I said, I think they may have had just reason to not hit it. I also think that they may have also been enjoying uh, some of the, you know, liquid libations if that was was their plan. Like, one time... I'm not making fun of what they saw. I'm making fun of the way they responded to what they saw. (laughs) This was Halloween night. I think it was my senior... No, my sophomore year. I'm driving down Highway 50, and I hit a deer that just kind of runs out in front of me. I'm driving a Jeep Cherokee, and that deer destroyed that car. That's true. Everyone in the car was fine, but there was a deer-sized, like, imprint in the car, and the car was just wrecked. Mm-hmm. It was done. It's like if you hit a moose, like, if you like you ever seen moose, like, they're, like, taller than some cars, and they'll just yep. rip the front of your car off. And and you're advising them to hit this big octopi thing. Option B is to throw the jackhammer at it. What, like, that's going to, what's that going to do, piss it off? Uh... I don't know. I think I would just try to outweigh it and no. hope it goes away. No, what it would have been, it would have been like, it's Octasquatch! He's got a jackhammer! <laughs> that goes well with the Bigfoot who's out there running around with, with a gun. gun. Which yeah. Bigfoot was that? Yeah, that was the that was the Murfreesboro mud monster. Him, yeah. the Octasquatch with the jackhammer, and the one with the psychic powers are no, all going to form this, their own super this villains. Is why we can't, this is why we can't find these creatures, is because when people run into them, they do stupid things, and now they're just <laughs> collecting tools over time. We already know they've got a gun. They've got they've got a jackhammer now. Apparently, plenty of apple pies, lots of peanut butter. What are they doing? I don't know. I'm not the criminal mastermind. They're building something. I'm They're... certain of it. Okay. Did you have any other like just oddball things to bring up before we bring this one to a close? And no, start our those were close. So no, that was that was kind of what I had. I'd, I'd love to get your final thoughts like on hairy humanoids. I mean, this is wrapping up our oh, our month long talk on hairy humanoids. Okay, I have no comment on Octosquatch. Uh, as far as hairy humanoids in general, I I, I got I a, think, I, I got a post question for you. I got a post question wait, for wait, you. Let me let me do okay, my thought. I already okay. got started. Okay, go ahead. I think that they are physical creatures. 
I think that they are animals. I think they are biological. And I think they have some weird supernatural stuff going on. Maybe they're aliens, maybe not. But uh, it kind of seems like some of them know magic and some of them just want to eat your peanut butter. <laughs> I mean, that if you take all the stories together, that's what it seems like. Some of them are brilliant wizards and some of them just want your apple pie off your windowsill. But you don't think if they're physical creatures... Physical creatures. Like I know the the classic argument is why have we not found one? And I know we're kind of pushing a little bit closer time. I don't know if this is really the particular moment we want to cross this bridge, but like but we've talked about this plenty of times. Like how often you find bear skeletons in the woods. The thing is, the woods breaks down skeleton really but not, well, but not even accidentally. Like at this point, like where we can get one, like I, where we can I, get a bond. I, these things don't really seem to wander into town. The, the more that I've been researching, I'm not I'm not willing to say I don't believe the stories. What I'm saying is, is I'm like I'm I'm. I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to wonder, really, if they are actual physical creatures that exist, like, on this particular plane. It's, it's getting harder for me Perhaps not, but uh, I still think that they could remain elusive as a biological creature. I don't know. Something Although that I do could. think they have supernatural capabilities. No, I think that they'd have to. It's so hard for me not to believe that one just even accidentally... Maybe they're like some of those. I mean, oh, maybe they're like some of the Hindu mystics that, like, when they die, they just fade away into the energy of the into, universe, into, into into nothingness, and that's why we just don't find them anymore. No, I mean, I, I I guess that it could, but I mean, we just if you really think about like how, like, we get literal video footage of like almost everything, and how, like, there is there is just no physical body of any creature like of that sort of size. It really makes me wonder. Like, I'm not saying that there might not be just some sort of massive conspiracy to to keep it under wraps um, and whatnot, but I just, just, every year that goes by, it just makes it harder for me to believe. It makes it that one accidentally couldn't. So is that your final found. thoughts on it? That you think it has to be a non-physical creature? Yeah, that it has to be a non-physical creature. Like, I'm not against the idea of it being a non-physical creature. Like, there's enough weird stuff around it that I'm willing to consider it something more in the ephemeral category like, yeah like i i i believe the stories that people tell me i believe the um you know there's it's a creature that's seen in literally every single culture around the world there's no culture that, it, that these kinds of things are not seen in um but it's it just to me that I mean, we're still seeing them in the modern day so it's harder it's just harder for me just to, to just to ride them in a way just being just some sort of elusive creature out there i don't know Leave your guys' thoughts in the comments below. Do you guys agree with Vic that it's just this elusive creature that lives out there that we just can't find? Or that may have magical powers. That may have magical powers or, you know, or, you know, like what I'm saying, like like with me, that it's some sort of supernatural creature that doesn't exist on the on the actual natural plane and exists somewhere else. Do you guys think that the government's just that good at hiding it and they're just that good at covering up? Do you, Would you agree with me it's not an ape? No, it's not an ape. Okay, good, you're good. No, I don't, I don't think so. There's no way. Um... Put your guys' thoughts. We're wrapping up Harry Humanoids in the comments below. So, but. Until next time, guys. Keep believing. Because we'll keep listening. All right, guys. We're going to slide into the Pillow Talk segment of this podcast. If you want to check out the rest of this awesome podcast, all you got to do is go over to our Patreon and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. You get the rest of this awesome episode, as well as the extended part of all of our previous episodes, as well as bonus videos. That we put up just for our patrons. If you sign up for $2 more a month, you get access to our poll where you get to vote on the theme for our month. And next month, it's looking like it's going to be Missing 411. 
it has been a it's been a topic for a very long time that people have wanted us to get into and then October Halloween, this is the time that we're going to be diving into the whole con- the whole stories of people disappearing in the woods and maybe some other weird stuff going on in national parks. So I think it's going to be a fun, I think it's going to be a fun month next month. So oh yeah. Oh, I would yeah. definitely go over and sign up to be a patron so that you, that we don't miss any uh, of the content that we put up for that. Um, so we thought that for our, our patron segment today, we would probably keep talking a little bit more about me and Vic's little spat towards the end of this episode, where about the whole concept of the body. If, you know, why have we not found uh, a body? So I think one of the, the first uh, things that we, that we could kind of get into is why, why would, why would we not be able to find a body if there is a physical body? Um, one of the easiest, uh, you know, one of the easiest explanations that I've heard before from other people is this idea of um, that there's this big conspiracy with the government that they're hiding the bodies. We talked about that in the beginning of the episode, right? Like the whole Mount St. Helens thing. I would the government say that's moved them. Part, potentially partially true. Yeah. So, but also, like, bodies just break down yeah. the woods really kind of quick. But if if big if Bigfoot is out there, Vic, do you think that there's a lot of them? No, I would say that they're small, mobile right. populations. Right. So if that's the case, then that would probably mean that Bigfoot is probably an endangered species. And any carry human would probably have that